jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! of Darkness! <laughs> Live from Las Vegas! Oh! Exciting! <laughs> what was that? That's my kazoo! You have the nerve to talk about my kazoo. <laughs> Versus my... <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. I did kazoo shame you. You're correct. <laughs> you did. Meanwhile, I'm we know still... it comes from a place of insecurity. It does. It is. It's always those who kazoo the loudest and the the most ineffectually who are always the ones that actually are coming for the other kazoos right uh, that's what I'm, i saw american beauty <laughs> when he blew that kazoo it <laughs> what's the, his name the at most, the end? most beautiful thing i've ever seen <laughs> a kazoo dancing in the wind <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh gosh so golly well it's... the drum roll and the kazoo can only mean one thing <laughs> right well, it's 100 it can, episodes. It's 100 episodes. Technically like 110. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like we said last week in our canon, our main continuity, it's 100 episodes. Yes, yes. That's incredibly exciting. Yes. This is canon, the the like Star Wars Legends that's like Gaster <laughs> Peace and the Three Inning. Yeah, it's the extended universe. Yes, that's it's the extended universe. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, we don't really know what we're gonna do for this. We didn't talk where we didn't watch a movie. We said let's let's freestyle it. Free ball. Is that what you call it? We're freeballing this episode. We're freeballing? Yeah. Yeah, we have our genie pants on. And <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh god. Our little MC hammer. Isn't he a preacher now? I think so. Who isn't? Honestly. You know? <laughs> Listeners, let me tell you. What happened? For, okay, first of all, what has happened this week in the news? Jennifer Lawrence came out as a Republican. Oh, <laughs> I saw that! Did you see that? I saw that. That was nuts. Very disappointing. Uh-huh, yeah. But, but then she's like, oh, but now I see that that's not for me. Yeah, Trump is too far. Why yeah. did she just, like, come out and say that? Do you think someone's, she, like, holding that over her? She could have just said, I'm not voting for Trump. Why would I do such a thing? And now, here I am, like, I, like get out of my sight. <laughs> <laughs> Kick her head in a couple more times, religious people and mother. I mean, you know, I just so disappointing is it shocking that because it's like she's clearly like a rich child star from like maybe the south is she i think she's from kentucky and so for all of her like i voted for john mccain and john mccain was such a moderate it's like you're from kentucky did you also vote for mitch mcconnell (gasps) 
Stacy, why did you say that? Because the truth needs to be out there. I'm going to have to burn my commemorative silver morning, silver morning, <laughs> silver linings playbook wig. <laughs> That's That's what it's called. It's a very convoluted title. (laughs) Yeah, right? She conveniently left out that information. Oh, my God. And I'm just not here for anybody. Look, I don't know how many Republican listeners we have. Do we have any, I wonder? (laughs) If so, this is a very contentious 100th episode. Well, the people who are like, you know, oh, the Republican values, they don't align with me on social issues, but fiscally they do. So I vote. And it's like, so that just means you fucking value your checkbook more than you do like human rights over people. Yeah, that just means you're a rich fucking asshole. Yeah. A rich, privileged, white asshole is what that means. Look, you were great in Winter's Bone. Goodbye. <laughs> Get out. Get out of here. I'm glad I'm Red Sparrow was the last thing you did. Oh, yeah. And Mother was good, too. But go fuck yourself. Mother was good, but get out of here. Get out. I don't want to see you. Get out. You're not welcome around these parts. We don't take kindly to your kind around these parts. Speaking of Republicans who are not welcome around here, I sent you the text, which the tweet, which had been deleted, that... Uh, Aubrey O'Day of the Pussycat Dolls outed Ivanka Trump as a lesbian. Okay, wait. So you sent me this text, a tweet, and I clicked it, and then it said tweet has been deleted. She deleted it. So I had no idea. But, and you told me that it was saying Ivanka is a She supposed- tweeted twice that Ivanka is a lesbian on the down low. But this is coming from the Pussycat Dolls? Wasn't she a pussycat though? The woman who had an affair with Don Jr. She has all these receipts. She's like, I have texts from him talking about how Baron is a nightmare. Uh, he hates his father. Eric had sex with some pageant winner on the apprentice boardroom table. <laughs> and, and Ivanka is a lesbian. I have receipts. And then she deleted the tweets. So who knows? I don't know this pussycat doll. Is she a liar? I don't know. But it's out there. I don't know this pussycat doll. Stacy Ponder. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wow. That's messed up. I don't Is it a lavender marriage? Her and the boy? Her and Brahms. Her and Brahms. <laughs> Is it a lavender marriage? I wonder. They they lay in bed and and she makes her evil schemes and he just shoots moths out. <laughs> yeah. right are they evil homos oh i bet they are i bet they are there's a lot of evil homos class like historically there are always evil homos and horrible administrations mm-hmm. and the third reich look at peter thiel big trump supporter the dude who founded paypal he's a big homo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're out there they look just like us oh, the except they're better dressed because they have more money they have more money yeah oh what a dark world. We don't claim her. I don't want her. No, of course not. But see, there's like a good closeted lesbian is like Paris Hilton, right? Right. Where it's like, she's perfect. She can do no wrong. She's a Hilton. She's also super rich, but I'll forgive her because I love her. <laughs> can we also talk about how Ivanka and Paris were chummy, though? Wait, what? Yeah, they were pals. Well, because they're like rich, right? What if it was more than that? <gasps> Stacy! Oh, it just hit me. Yeah. <laughs> what i'm saying you just slapped me with a pair of scissors oh (laughs) god Mm. do you think ivanka and paris banged 
Why not? But then Paris was like, do you want to see my radios? And then Ivanka was like... <laughs> Are they made in China? <laughs> Can I sell them at Marshall's? <laughs> Can I make them into a shoe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. I just, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't, you know, claim her. Like you said, we don't want her. But do I want all of the lesbian gossip? Of course. I mean. Give it to me. It is my sustenance. I mean, Allison Mack. Dare to dream. <laughs> Listen, here's, uh, listeners, I got the greatest text that anyone has ever gotten. Now, last week we touched on Nexium because I've been obsessed with Nexium for years. Some people know this. And I've said, Anthony. I, let me tell you all this stuff about Nexium that you don't know anything and you don't care. But I, I have no idea what you're talking you about. You have no idea what I'm talking about. I could be speaking another language, but I have to say these words out of my mouth hole. But honestly, for like the first eight months, I was like, why is Stacy? Why does Stacy keep talking about this energy drink? What the fuck is Nexium? <laughs> Isn't it a medication? Of yeah, is that, it is so... a diarrhea medicine or something? Yeah. I'm like, I guess she's got to go right now, but I don't understand. <laughs> Understand why I need to be informed. And so I say, Anthony, you got to read this. You got to watch this. You got to listen to this. This, this, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how Anthony is. And, you know, look at all the movies that unless I say, let's really do an episode on this movie, then Anthony will finally watch something. Left up to Anthony's own devices. It'll never happen. Just like the handmaiden. Just like the handmaiden. Mm. Well, I get a text. I te- if I if you could have seen my face light up when I get a text from one Anthony Hudson <laughs> that says this Nexium shit is so fucked up. <laughs> you started listening to Escaping Nexium podcast. It it uh, drop this podcast right now. Hundredth episode or not? Yeah, who <laughs> drop cares? Drop it. Throw it in the trash and <laughs> download. <laughs> <laughs> blah 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 blah. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> Download escaping Nexium. This shit is is lit and legit. Anthony has started watching The Vow. I don't like it. It sucks, but you I'm know, gonna watch Seduced. Footage. Gotta watch Seduced. I'm gonna watch that instead. Oh, I just I feel such a relief. You know, I feel like you finally believe me. Yeah. Before recording this, we spent an hour and a half <laughs> gossiping, talking, ab- gossiping about Nexium <laughs> and and shipping our favorite characters. <laughs> <laughs> because I know everything. Because it's been years of reading everything I can get. I read court documents. Like I love this shit so much. So I know everything, and so I love dropping little info bombs. Because I forget that not everybody knows. I also talked to Alex, our pal Alex West of uh, Faculty of Horror. I also drop info bombs on her. And, you know, it just thr- it thrills me to Literally. let someone know that Allison Mack and Nikki Klein were married. Oh, as, my God. As I... an immigration scam. Let's not get too excited. Nikki Klein, who was famously sucked out of the airlock on Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. Who is still defending the sex cult from the inside? Yeah, and messaging people on Twitter and being like, "If you want another side of the story, contact." She, me. Yeah, she tweeted at Ava DuVernay. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear another side, 
of the branding of women and the sex trafficking <laughs> and the sexual slavery, then DM me. Also, yeah. if you'd like a signed eight by ten, please address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be a Dragon Con next weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'll be a tra- Google Dragon Con on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is so much to talk about with Nexium. I could do a Nexium podcast. I mean, we and might have to. We might have to now that Anthony is finally, finally watching all of this. Literally drove. I, I raced. I I was listening to Escaping Nexium as I was escaping Wyoming. I drove <laughs> and I was outrunning a fucking snowstorm that pummeled Wyoming and Montana. And I spent eight hours, eight hours of my drive listening to this podcast and doing nothing else and every five seconds i was voice messaging stacy because i believe in safe driving so i was voice messaging stacy and she was kind enough to voice message me back yeah i was and i was like well and then this happened and then this person and wait till you get to the part about this and oh (laughs) she threw in the words grandma princess I said, what? <laughs> yeah. And now we've, I think, you know, this is actually, this is a culmination for our 100th episode that now our relationship has progressed to the point that now you send me um, courtroom sketch art <laughs> to yeah. look at in our text messages. So thank you. You know, I live to give. You do. As always. <laughs> and I, I am really benefiting from. I'm just glad you finally know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? What the? F- it doesn't even look NXIV, INXS. What is this? What is she talking about? <laughs> yeah, because I'd be like, oh, Anthony, did you know? Listen, I think that Nikki Klein is going to get deported when they. F- and you're like, okay. <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we're going to talk about Slumber Party Massacre, right? (laughs) So. Oh. I feel peace for the first time in a long time. Thank you. I'm so glad to be able to offer that to you by finally listening to something you have to tell me. Um, (laughs) It's only been two years. It's only been two years. (laughs) Oh. Uh, yeah. Wow. So that's that's our plan for our hundred episode, everyone. <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah. Is this? Um, you know, before pandemic, we had a huge plans for a hundredth episode. We yeah, were gonna we... do the giant show, um, a big big band on stage, <laughs> a brass band. Um, we briefcase woman was gonna pop out of a giant cake. Oh yeah. Uh Helena Marcos was gonna she she was gonna come levitating down from the, the suspense system, from the pulley system. <laughs> Just like Catherine Zeta Jones in that movie. <laughs> exactly like that. Um <laughs> it, we had we had sponsor we had all the people behind Firefest on board. We had every everything. It was so big, so much money and planning went into this. And then yeah. and then the pandemic hit, so pandemic hit. Here we are. With our we, I mean, you shitty know. kazoos and sex cults. Yeah. <laughs> That's par for the course. Yeah. Really. really. But, Stacy, as of... This just in, over the wire. Coming right in from RKO Gaylords. <laughs> we have a hundredth episode treat for everyone in the real world. In the, well, not the real world, but the uh, online world. In an online computer connected to the internet. <laughs> We have been talking about it forever since at least last year when we told you we were launching a new ep- a new website last October. Yeah. 
as a Pandem- pandemic. pandemic pandemic even though it hit in january march <laughs> <laughs> this is october pandemic so we finally have a new gaylordsofdarkness.com and yeah it is it is designed it is you can click things and sometimes things happen Right. Uh, and and best of all, I mean, you can figure, you can find our episode catalog on there, which was accessible before, but it was a little harder to navigate. Now we have nice pictures, so you can kind of make, make, um, if you want to find what you're looking for, you might find it now, is what I'm trying to say. Right, yeah. It's, it's a, it more of a, a regular website than just like a list of episodes. Yes. Like, all we had before was like an episode player. You, that was literally it. And now we have a website. And honestly, a just big shout out to Anthony who designed all that. I'm telling you, I don't know. Is it my birthday? Anthony listens to the Nexium podcast. Anthony finally does some work for Gaylords. I just, I, I just, I'm like, am I dying? Is this my make a wish yeah, wish? This is me. You're actually, I'm, I'm waving a balloon over your face. <laughs> In the ICU as we speak. And this is all your Philip K. Dick hallucination. You taped that courtroom sketch of Alice and Matt. Yeah! She's on the balloon! (laughs) Waving! And you're smiling up at her. (laughs) (laughs) Don't wake me up. Don't wake me up. This is it. The website is done. This is very exciting. So, so that exists and Stacy and can you believe there's more? I can't. Oh, this is, I love this infomercial, but wait, there's more. <laughs> if you act now, uh, there is a tab you can click. It says shoppe, like, you know, like, you, like a store. Classy, classy. Thank you. Like, like a Melrose, uh, medieval shop. You can click Melrose. No, don't tell me you started watching Melrose Place. I'll lose my mind. Stacey, I gotta withhold something for the next hundredth episode. <laughs> what, two hundredth episode? Yeah. <laughs> two hundred, five hundred is the next big one. No, oh, two fifty. Two fifty. Two fifty. Okay, is that like our silver? What's that? Is that wood? Uh, sure. <laughs> Thank you. So <laughs> we have pickle. <laughs> our pickle anniversary. <laughs> Well, we're going out. We're celebrating our pickle anniversary tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to soak in brine. Um, so you can click Shoppy, and now that brings up the hot new Gaylord store. Unbelievable. In which we have pins, enamel, fucking Gaylords of Darkness pins with our prefect briefcase woman herself. <laughs> that is a Nexium reference because she looks just like Nancy Saltzman. <laughs> Oh. High Priestess of Nexium, which is terrifying. Um, but we have these gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous pins, and they are designed by none other than Merle from Pinsploitation. Oh, our, my gosh. Our good, good gal pal, who we are always shouting out. And I don't know about you, but I can't stop buying pins from her. Uh, the it's... new Mary Warrenoff pin. Oh, my God. Merle is a saint. Yeah. Um, and she want, designed this beautiful pin for us literally like eight years ago. <laughs> But this is an exclusive. The only people that have these pins um, are, are Amy Steele and Adrian King, actually. That's true. Uh, and they have been wearing them saying, what the fuck is this? For a year now. <laughs> yeah. 
why do I have this? And now you can too. They're gorgeous. They have glitter. Um, you can rep your Gaylord's Darkness Pride. We also finally have um, my other car is a Suspiria bumper stickers available. <laughs> Uh, we also have just plain Gaylord's logo stickers, so you could slap that on your Trapper Keeper. Um, mm-hmm. So, and we have we'll have more coming. We have a, a, you know, something on November 11th. Yeah, this is a rollout, as they say. That's that's a business term. Oh, really? Okay. It's a marketing. It's a marketing term mm-hmm. for stuff. Um, yeah. You know, Anthony. Speaking of Amy Steele and Adrian King. Oh, those two queens. Perfect, perfect angel queens. Oh. I can't, but, like, I still think about the, I know I've said this so many times, but I think about the live show. <sighs> Highlight of my life. This is, like, our, um, like, you know those stories Grandpa won't stop telling, and you're like, God, I get it, Grandpa, I'm sick of it. Mm-hmm. This is our Grandpa story. Yeah, call us Grandpas. <laughs> That's the name of our romantic comedy. <laughs> That's the name of our 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 co-memoir. <laughs> Call us grandpas by Call Us Grandpas, a Blexium story. <laughs> and I feel like all of that is just proof of how shocking it is that Adrian and Amy actually hung out with us and did this. <laughs> I really and the the stuff that we said on stage, the rat pee. <laughs> um, the the big, what was that you censored yourself? Lesbian energy. <laughs> big lesbian energy. I did say lesbian and not dyke. I thought that might, at least I had that wherewithal. Well, you didn't want to cause a high tension right there in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Let's, yeah. Oh. I'm not gonna, look, this is Gaylords of Darkness, you know, and I'm not gonna lie to you, Amy Steele. Uh, Ginny Field has some serious big lesbian energy. She Not does. Lie. Big like she just lesbian got big lesbian. You yeah. know, she just does. Like she, she gets it done. Damn. She no has a, a Home Depot card ready to go. Has the Home Depot card. Is willing to put on that sweater. Like she's, do whatever it takes. She's rented a U-Haul at least once or twice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, that was just Stacy's observation. Nice yeah, that was just, that was just, right. you know. But, 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 you know, I think, like, the queer audience tends to identify with the final girls. Um, and with the monsters sometimes. But it's not, it's not like, yeah, Jason, get them. We're like, did you see that fucking queen? Like, Sandy the Waitress in Friday the 13th Part 1. Right? Great casting, right? Is a hero. Like, that's who I want to talk about. Like, I don't... Great, fine. What was Jason like? Whatever. Excuse me, what was Muffin like? Like, that's what I want to know. Tell me about Muffin. Tell me about Muffin. Soft. Yeah. Warm. Well, I know Stacy had a question about rat pee after that uh, beautiful sentimental story. If we could just segue to the rat urine for a moment. Well, I would just like to clarify that. The moment with Ginny under the bed hiding. A rat comes along. Yikes, Ginny's got to be quiet. Jason's looking for her. And then all of a sudden, there's a puddle of urine. This is a really big spoiler. It's a big spoiler. It's the climax of the film. 
Jason slips in the urine. That would be good. But the way it's edited, it looks like it's Ginny is so scared that she pees herself. And I would just like to clarify that Ginny Field would never. Never. First of all, she's prepared. She is fucking diaped up and ready to go. Scar diaped. Okay? Ginny Field. But it's just, I mean, right? It is the, it is, it is the rat, right? Rat pee. Okay. This is... <laughs> okay, this is how it went. A lot of times on these movies, you don't, like, you get these pages of the script, but then you don't read them. Like, they're, don't, don't worry about it. It's not important. Okay, now you just go under this bed. Okay, what am I doing under here? Jason's going to come in. You're just going to see his feet. He doesn't know that I'm under the bed? No, he'll never know you're under the bed. This is going to make me look really stupid if all of a sudden the audience sees that obviously Jason's going to know I'm under the bed. They go, no, 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 don't worry. Okay, just get under the bed. Okay, I'm under the bed. Well, then they go, okay, bring in the, uh, what's the animal person on the set? The wrangler, the rat wrangler, whatever. (laughs) So they bring in, yeah, the rat wrangler. Very important. Very important. So all of a sudden... They go, okay, we're just going to put this, like, mouse there. Now, I have a rat phobia. There's no question. I do. I still do. I always have. But I've had little pet mice. So the, the mouse thing is not a really big deal. But the rat thing is just, those, just, uh, just they're, they're just gross. <laughs> so as I'm under the bed, they push this rat over towards me. Now, I'm still Ginny. I'm pretty tough, right? I haven't lost it, right? I'm still okay. But but they're pushing the rat, and it's really freaking me out. So I don't really care about Jason's boots or anything like that. It's really the rat. And then they tell me, which to top it off, was that they're going to, like, they they go, okay, now bring in the Coke can. The Coca-Cola can? So then somebody off screen pours coca-cola near the rat and near me i'm like okay wait i don't get this i am so out of this scene like what is happening oh well you know yeah yeah like this is going to be urine did you ever know that coca-cola is urine what on about ginger on ale you know ginger ale Coke? it was coca-cola i'm pretty sure so um evidently i guess i just you know my whole bladder was falling apart because it was so brown. I don't know, but um, <laughs> she needed necrosis. a It was, yeah. I guess, it was like pooping and peeing at the same time. I don't know, but all of a sudden, there's this Coca-Cola and this rat, and so I had no idea what the hell was going on in that scene. Yes. Until you watched the movie, it was not in the script. And then I watched the movie, and I went, "Do I pee?" <laughs> I don't remember that. that? Rat pee. It's rat pee. You're right. It's rat pee. I, I, like I would have acted it. I would have gone, oh, <laughs> something. <laughs> Nothing. Now's the time for relief. Right. Tell me when to pee. This yeah. is in the audition scene. Let me watch me pee. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think all of the, maybe the rat was also scared and peed. <laughs> right? That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't I think I. Yeah, the rat was scared. The rat Shitless. was scared. Yeah. Also, I just have to say, pooping and peeing at the same time, this is truly a Gaylord's live show. It really is. It really is. Thank you for seeing us. Yeah. I've been so validated. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, out of 
you know, there'll be stuff in the store. There'll be more stuff in the store. We'll probably announce when other things go in there. So keep an eye out on our social medias. <laughs> we'll have sashes available. Blexium yeah, sashes. We're, we're going to have Blexium sashes. <laughs> I really do want to make sashes. Honestly, how... That's for a very niche audience of like... <laughs> People who listen to our bullshit and people who are all in on listening to Nexium bullshit. Stacy, that is from I'm sorry, Vanguard. That is from <laughs> our our live show in the Holiday Inn conference room. Oh my god, please. And like people walk up and it just says it just says Gay Lords of Darkness, but only in consonants. And it's like it's 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 just taped to the wall. <laughs> yeah. And then they walk in and they sit down and there's a video that pops up and <gasps> And and one Blasey is there on that video. <sighs> wow. Yeah, a hundred episodes. This is the last this one. This is the very last one. <laughs> you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. We have nothing left to say. Nothing at all. I achieved my goal of getting Anthony to watch Nexium stuff, so I have no more need to do Gaylords of Darkness. And I have how many more documentaries, podcasts, um, limited series, even ones that I don't like on HBO, and ones that I look forward to on Stars. Um, right. Thanks to another streaming service that we now have and share. Um, <laughs> I have so much more content to inspire all of our future business plans. Exactly. So As... thanks to everybody who's listened. Yeah, it was fun. <clears throat> um, I hope you got something out of one of these episodes maybe mm-hmm. um, but now this project of mine can come to a close yeah and now we can open we shut that door and we open a new door to Blexium <laughs> coming soon to a holiday near you Stacy <sighs> do you remember that day no <laughs> I still don't remember it <laughs> yeah you weren't even there I wasn't even there <laughs> and I mean with Luca and Dave Stacy. How did this happen? How that even before that, even before we actually got to talk to the creators, uh, two of the foremost artists behind one of our favorite pieces of art, how how did we even... I just will never forget that moment I got an email in my inbox oh from one Dave Kajanik that said, hey, is there anything I could help do... Um, with your Suspiria seminar online. And I said, yeah, could you do something else? My podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And then he was like, okay, is it okay if Luca joins us? And we said, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is it? I don't know, Stacy. Is it okay? (laughs) I get like, we don't usually have guests, but (laughs) I guess. Hearing them, hearing them just talk, you know, as two incredible artists about this film, but also hearing some of the, let's say, revelations that came through. Mm-hmm. They really just, I don't know about you, but they left me all drippy. Because they- <laughs> I'm Marcos! I need misting! Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's like it's like that thing with uh, like Susie and Sarah and, and uh, Susie saying, you know, she's only slept in bed with her sister. People read that almost as a sisterly relationship, like like the haunting, you know, going all the way back to the haunting with uh, Theo and Nell being like sisters. People, straight people, I think, tend to want to read everything as it's more familial or or it's more friendship, feminine friendship. Right. But it's like it feels so much more deeply queer. And honestly, we had, Luca, if you remember, there were scenes, more explicit scenes in the script 
uh, I'm thinking of two in particular, one between Susie and Sarah that where they were sexual. And there was another scene, it was in a vision, but it was a scene between Susie and Helena Marcos that was sexual. Uh, and, 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 and we decided that we didn't need them, that, that in fact the ambiguity around that gave us more uh, voltage than to be explicit about either of those two things. And I believe in the ambiguity more of anything else, uh, above anything else. I think it's important that, uh, the, that uh, uh, in general, uh, in approaching material, uh, some have to escape the uh, literal of uh, any sense of vision, whether it's a straight vision or it's a non-straight vision. The literal is always a sort of poison, uh, sometimes presents itself in a very seductive color, sometimes it's transparent and you can't spot it, but in general, to be literal in a way, it's how you poison the well uh, of the water. And in this case, ambiguity, as Dave said, is really the, 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 the key here. And it's it's important. It was important for for me in writing it and in, in in our conversations, Luca, to to have gone to those explicit places. But they're not things necessarily that are of use to the final, the final film. I'm not gonna lie; they might be of use to me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was gonna say very I, when when you said uh, explicit between Susie and Sarah, I could feel Stacy exploding. <laughs> um, and then when you said Susie and Marcos, oh I died. God, yeah. So, something that Stacy and I have both been really interested in with Suspiria is Suspiria sort of, and reading it as this story of Susie Banyan's self-awakening or of, of almost like coming out. And in leading up to this, I was really interested to see that, Dave, you're from Ohio originally. I am. Which Susie also we know is from Ohio. Wait, ask me, ask me where I'm from. Oh, oh my God. Where are you from? Ohio. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe like I still sometimes I'm like we had them on our fucking our little show that somebody just tweeted at us um, and was like hey I just rewatched Suspiria and I think I might have to go back in and listen to all eight hours of Gaylords of D talking about this movie over and over again <laughs> and I was like what the fuck universe is that as I was looking at that tweet I was I got the little like I, I saw our picture on the mantle, and I was proud of us, and our little our little um, modern Suspiriorum dance achievement trophy right next to it. And I was so I was feeling so proud of us. And then I was like, "How the fuck are we the only <laughs> horror podcast out there? Of all the horror podcasts, David Luca go on the one <laughs> with briefcase woman, yes, with fucking Nancy Salzman <laughs> clip art." <laughs> Honestly, I mean, kudos to them for there are plenty of people who would be too good for our little show. You know, they would say, "Our oh, our listenership isn't big enough. Our number, we don't have enough followers on social media or whatever, you know, to think that doing our show would be worthwhile. Like, I think publicists would probably mostly say, no, thank you, Gaylords of Darkness. Exactly, exactly. You know. And they went on just because they knew how much we loved the show, and they even dealt with us talking about lesbian sex covens and corncob pipes. <laughs> Bless them. What goddamn angels. Oh, I've been touched by them. <laughs>
Oh, yeah? In my ear holes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Um. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know, but we have had some good episodes. Uh, you know, I 100 episodes. I can't believe we've done 100 episodes already. Plus, two years. It's just uh, this thing that started kind of on a whim. I just, I I really love doing this show. It's a lot of, it's fun for us. It's my favorite thing that. to do every single week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never don't want to do it. Same. <laughs> you know? I had to put that together in my head. And I was yeah, like, so did I. What is she saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Am I mad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have to do that all the time. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I love it. Who would have thought? Who would have thought when you emailed me out of the blue? Right. um, That that would lead to then talking to Adrian King and Amy Steele. Talking to Dave Kachanik and Luca Guadagnino. um, Creating... Do you know how many films we have freely offered up to the masses? On this show, that's that's true. We've got Grammy. I love her. I want to be her. I think part of me, I am her. Like when she's looking out the yes. window at yes. people, like that is me. I get that from my grandmother. Like, <laughs> let's go. Who's on the sidewalk today? <laughs> like, which that is, is also me. that uh, animatronic woman in House of Wax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the parts I was born to play: an animatronic grandma. <laughs> well i know we have some listener questions that like are on the docket for you know like i mean we have a lot of questions now so we'll get to them when we get to them but one of them is like you know what kind of part would you want to play you know and i mean i think i just answered it (laughs) animatronic grandma I was thinking that when I was watching Superstition. I was like, I just, Elvira is the part I would want to play. Like, that's the kind of part for me. That or that or I want to be like the background hooker at the police. Yes. What is like, you can't arrest me, motherfucker. Like, in the hot pants. Yeah. She's got her switchblade on her earring. (laughs) Yeah. Like, or her or like the scene at the mental asylum where like our heroine is wrongly committed to the insane asylum and she's in the, the day room. Like, I just want to be one of the people in the background. You know. Trying to eat the jukebox. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the television. Like, yeah. I just want to see. <laughs> Stacy Ponder is animatronic grandma. I mean, if they can make Detective Pikachu, then, like, I don't know why they can't make animatronic grandma. Why isn't it the new child's play? <laughs> why isn't it the- <laughs> A lesbian brat doll and animatronic grandma get together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just buy your child an animatronic gr- like, oh, grandma died, but look what I got! I got you, I got you, Grammy, G R A M M I. And she doesn't know how to work any of the electronics, even though she's supposed to. Yeah, <laughs> she's the Alexa who can't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> Grammy, what time is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why is it so dark in here? Where are my pants? <laughs> Who turned up the music so loud? 
It's too dark. I can't see. <laughs> I'm going to bed. The time is 6.30 p.m. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Grammy. What? Grammy. What? <laughs> Grammy. What's that? Fuck you! <laughs> and then she just gets pissed off because they won't leave her alone. And then My. animatronic grandma must kill. Yeah. <laughs> you pushed Grammy too far! for her <laughs> she shoots Whoa. out Werther's originals like the like the soda machine and like the soda machine in maximum overdrive yeah. she's shooting out Werther's originals people are oh. getting stuck to them <laughs> oh oh uh, well. animatronic grandma man see hollywood this is why this is why you suck because you aren't taking on the great ideas like these yeah, because then they're like, well, let's make it a new Chucky, but it's just Chucky still. Yeah, what the fuck? They're like, oh, it's going to be a, a high-tech doll. It's not Chucky. <laughs> it's literally named Chucky, and it <laughs> yeah. is Chucky, and it yeah. sounds like Chucky. Yeah, it's dressed like Chucky. Fuck, fuck that movie, man. The only thing it was missing was the stupid-ass Stephen King font, but they still got in from the producers of It. <laughs> oh, oh, well, that fills me with hope. The only thing I want to see on that trailer is... (laughs) It's too cold in here! (laughs) Chucky, go to bed! (laughs) Chucky, bring me my purse! Uh, where is it? And the whole movie is just her <laughs> looking for it. <laughs> looking for her purse. Uh, and watching Judge Joe Brown. I would buy... A, now I'm starting to pay... Like, I used to be Grammy. I wanted to be Grammy. <laughs> yeah, Grammy actually started as, like, a role you would play. Yeah. <laughs> But then I really like the of the quick evolution that happens um, with Grammy being a shitty Alexa. <laughs> and so now I'm just picturing like a very small Grammy that can like sit on a shelf. <laughs> like an elf on the shelf? Like an elf on the shelf, but it's a Grammy. Rather than me sitting in a rocking chair <laughs> pretending to be animatronic. <laughs> so there's this tiny little tiny handed animatronic grandma that sits on your shelf and also occasionally opens the window and looks out <laughs> yeah right because then it's also house of wax with her at the blinds <laughs> looking out to see if paris hilton's out there that's all she was looking for that's all paris. she was <laughs> yeah. is the hilton out yet <laughs> Stars are blind, but I still have my sight. (laughs) (laughs) At least in one eye. I'm still shocked that Jason Blum hasn't jumped on this franchise opportunity. 
Seriously. Um, Lord knows if you, because this all came out of us talking and, and making fun of the Child's Play remake back when. Remember when that was the talk of horror and people saw it and they're like, "It's great," and then everyone forgot about it because it was terrible. Yeah, that was a nice forty-five seconds. Yeah, this all came, it went it went in true gay lords fashion. It went from let's talk about uh, the the heterosexualizing of, and colonization of Child's Play to <laughs> lesbian brats doll to Bluetooth responsive animatronic grandma film franchise slasher opportunity (laughs) you know if they don't want to do movies why can't it be a show why can't we have the grammy files because you're not just gonna make they're not gonna spend all this money and just make one grammy they're gonna mass produce grammys so there's gonna be grammys all over the place so why not the grammy files there's gonna be grammys as substitute teachers Grammys, uh, Grammys as Roombas. As Roombas. (laughs) Why doesn't anyone ever pick up? That's when she runs through the dog poop. Right. She smears it all over the house. It's like, I mean, imagine, why can't we have a reboot of The Panic Room? Still starring Jodie Foster and Kristen Stewart. But the house is controlled by Grammy, played by me. <laughs> Thank you, and all lesbian production. Thank you. I have nothing to say. <laughs> I... Right? Lockdown complete. <laughs> it would be so good. Grammy versus Jared Leto with his cornrows. Cornrows. Cornrow Leto. That's right. I'll take him down, too. Cornetto? Isn't that Corn- the, um... That's ice cream, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Grammy. Love ice cream, too. That's true. We've got all the others. So many others. I can't all even remember. Yeah. we've You've created and become the mayor, and... Are you the mayor or are you the president? The leader? Of Dakota State? The prefect? The prefect. The va- I'm the vanguard. <laughs> You're the vanguard. What? You're vanguard of Dakota Stan? Yeah. <laughs> You've yeah. established both a sex cult and a sovereign nation. I am leaning in, Anthony, okay? I am leaning in. <laughs> I am go-girling. <laughs> You're at the tab energy drink. I write my plans with my Bic for her. It's the only, <laughs> it's the only pen I'm strong enough to lift. Oh, right, as uh, because women are emotional and inferior. Mm-hmm. Yes, Stacy, you say leaning in. Mm-hmm. I've noticed throughout the saga of this show, and just my time knowing you, reading Final Girl, um, that occasionally you find yourself leaning into the strangest chasms and crevices that I never would have expected. It's true. And often on the show, I mean, we lean in much like, you know, when we, when we convinced ourselves that rings was going to be the greatest movie we'd ever seen. (laughs) And maybe it's the reason we did the three inning. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) we get ourselves really hyped up for things. It only leads to danger and regret. And sometimes though, Sometimes it leads to a truly special place. Hmm. And it leads to one Stacy Ponder becoming the world's foremost expert on Annabelle the Haunted Doll. Well, the foremost I'm still only the foremost 
expert on what I want Annabelle to be. This is true. You are the only... <laughs> Not what the- she actually is. <laughs> you are the world's only horror blogger that has in her tr- touring catalog a traveling lecture about Annabelle. <laughs> it's true. Man, remember that in the before times? I was going to give that at the Women with Guts at Salem. I was going to give the Annabelle lecture. You were. And one day you shall... Sure. If you ever question it ever again, you know she'll break back out of the <laughs> Warren's Haunted Spencer's gifts. It was gifts. a warning. It was a warning. It was. She said, listen up. Listen up, lady. Miss me. <laughs> said, uh, do I? <laughs> and she branded the words miss me into my pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> With a little Annabelle initial around it. <laughs> It's just an A, I guess. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, well, okay. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's here was what I thought. I thought, it's my relationship with Annabelle. Like, are we in the first season of, like, like a sitcom or something where we hate each other? But two seasons from now, we're going to be in love. And everybody's yes. going to be like, you guys were in love the whole time. You just didn't realize it. Like, yes. the, like during season one, you're like, why don't they just kiss already? Yeah. But all we do is fight. I feel like that's how it is. Because for someone who, quote unquote, doesn't like Annabelle a lot, I'm kind of obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about it all the time. You do. <laughs> So maybe I just need to, like, search my feelings. I know it to be true. I think you need to go into that Yoda tree and confront your I... mirror golem, Stacy, as well as little Annabelle, who who is wearing a country music uh, hat, a cowboy hat, I guess they're called. <laughs> and she carries a little guitar with her because this is a fantasy I have after seeing the last movie. <laughs> And you will, you will establish a rapport finally, and the two will finally embrace and dos become uno. I think so. I think, I think. Uh, Stacey, I saw you posting that Insta story of you zooming in on Annabelle. <laughs> I know. What was I that? Think... For, what was that manicure of hers? She doesn't have those nails in, those, <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> I, yeah, I think Yoda is gonna like call me over, and I'm gonna be like, "What, Yoda?" And he's gonna say, "There is another Annabelle movie," <laughs> and then he's gonna die. <laughs> And I'll have to go watch the new, like, Annabelle, the next new one. Annabelle's in after that. I feel like maybe it's time to just admit it, you know? You love Annabelle. I think I love Annabelle. I think I'm in love with Annabelle. So my thing is, like, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the the Conjuring and all that, but it's become this huge thing. And so I think I was just anti-Annabelle from the start because I'm like, oh, we need a Conjuring spinoff now. And here's this (laughs) ugly doll and she doesn't even do anything. Meanwhile, I never even saw the first movie. And then I told you that I sneakily watched the other one with the hot nun in it. And I'm like, yeah, she was. And I kind of liked it. Because it was kind of good, right? Because it was kind of good. And then I see these billboards and I'm like, oh, I'd better do an Insta story about that billboard. <laughs> and it's just like, Stacey, why don't you just, why don't you just stop pulling her pigtails on the fucking playground and tell her that you want to go out with her? Like, <laughs> because somehow I bring it up every episode just to mention how much I don't like it. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty convinced. I'm pretty convinced. So, You're in love. 
I think I'm in love, actually. This is the beginning of a beautiful relationship. And it's just, it's just so funny to me because I'll never, I'll never forget one, the day that you brought it up on the podcast. Yeah. That you were beginning to have Annabelle, you were, you were beginning to find yourself Annabelle curious. (laughs) My shoes should have been a dead giveaway. (laughs) And my two braids. (laughs) Your tiny doll shoes. Yeah, my little tiny Mary Jane shoes. <laughs> you showed up to the manor in that day. <laughs> my braids. <laughs> so and why my... are you carrying that rocking chair with you? You wearing a haunted dress? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Anthony. Respect my choices, please. Oh. <laughs> well, once I finally came came out with my feelings um i'd like to say i felt a sense of calm and relief and peace but it just kind of made things worse because you know nothing good can come from annabelle we should know this by now it was a mistake acknowledging that doll (sighs) you have the gift of gab stacy Sometimes when it when it's inappropriate, as you reminded us, I mean, I've really appreciated your journey, um, your international journey recently, um, <laughs> telling us stories about uh, when you when you ended up with all these Russian women <laughs> speaking to them in their language, <laughs> angering my, all the Russian women, <laughs> yeah, babushkas and babes and bars alike. <laughs> and my favorite quote of all time will always be. Don't do that. <laughs> but Stacey, I should get I should get that branded on me as a reminder. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> like memento. I could just be covered with brands. <laughs> you just come all these th- all these things telling you what not to do in any given human interaction. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I'm standing next to someone in the bread aisle. And I have that urge to say, why are there so many breads? Perhaps I can look down at my brand and it'll say, don't do that. (laughs) And then I'll save myself. But you have to admit, there are a lot of breads. Do we need so many breads? Thank you, Missandry Rooney. (laughs) (laughs) We don't. I feel like I'm in the bread aisle with you now. (laughs) We're all trapped in the bread aisle, You know, I have to say. You know. Why do we need so many breads? (laughs) All these different kinds of seed. (laughs) And speaking of seed, men, do we need them? (laughs) I think not. I think not. (laughs) But... I've, I've, That's I've, gross. I don't like that word seed. I don't even seed. like to think of seed of Chucky. I don't like it in ter- in in reference to jism, baby batter. <laughs> <laughs> Once again. Anyway, am I on a podcast or am I standing next to a stranger in the bread aisle? <laughs> you know what? I don't. You know. Like- <laughs> bread and then next thing she was talking about jizz (laughs) and then i think she was speaking russian i don't know i just walked away and how could we ever forget not just the seed the jizz the bread (laughs) 
But Stacy, I would like to summon up one nun story and one garbage day. That's all I have to say for you. To you. That's all I have to say to you. <laughs> but yeah, so nuns lead to things like that, and they also lead to unfortunate jokes in grocery store checkout lines. What? All right. So I'm standing there in the line (laughs) at a grocery store. I'm so ready. And on the magazine rack, there's a special magazine called The Power of Habits about doing great things in the new year. You're going to make new habits and be a new you. And I turn to my left. And there are two nuns in line right behind me in their full nun outfits. And I say to myself, don't do it. And I say to myself, but I must. And so I elbow one of them. I Wait, you elbowed one of the well, nuns? I had to get her attention. I did it, I did it gently on the arm, just a little tap tap. Like a little familiarity. Like and... like like Eric Idle and the wink wink nudge nudge skit on my butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a little hey, sister. <laughs> and I pointed and I said, Hey <laughs> There's a magazine you might be interested in. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Habits. Am I right? And they both went, huh? And looked at it. And one of them, the older one, said, oh, I understand. And then went back to her cart. That was... (laughs) She didn't even smile. That is my dream audience for any joke. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I understand. Oh, I understand. And the one that I elbowed smiled a little bit and said, oh, well, you know, there is a power in the habit, actually. And people come to us, and they tell us their troubles, and then we pray for them. So there is a power. And I said, well, Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) And I went back to my business. As if you didn't learn from the garbage day debacle. (laughs) We now have the great habit of... (laughs) The great nunning. The great nunning of 2000. I never learn. I never learn. It's like I don't talk to people. I am not one of those who has to talk to the person in line next to me. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a small talker. I'm not that. Unless, obviously, inspiration strikes. <laughs> in and a nun case, appears. And a nun appears. I was like, I cannot pass this up. Come on. <laughs> When inspiration strikes or I feel that I have something to say, then I just assume a familiarity with anyone who's nearby. (laughs) I appreciate that about you. I talk to them as if we're old pals and we've talked about these things a million times before. And then they're like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) And then I go about my business. I mean... I do love Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. So good. It's so good. So good. But that garbage day. Oh, God. 
Yeah, garbage. Did I tell you that garbage day story? Did you? Like, I'm, I probably, but I might not have told it to everyone who's listening. You so didn't I'll tell, tell me in front of our readers, listener, Gather. viewers. <laughs> Where's the Gather camera? around, children. Let grandma tell you a story. <laughs> A holiday story. So when I, <clears throat> shortly after I moved into this apartment, uh, I went out on garbage day to bring out my garbage and my upstairs neighbor was also bringing out his garbage. And so we put our trash bags down and I looked at him and I said, garbage day. <laughs> and then I pretended to shoot him. <laughs> And then he just said, yep. And he went back in the house. <laughs> you just... <laughs> Were there... And that's, it's my fault for assuming everyone has seen Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. And they would immediately get that reference. And so I'm just like, I love to picture that scene through my neighbor's eyes. But you're just a crazy woman. Where she's a, our, oh my god, that new person who lives downstairs is crazy, and apparently she really loves garbage day. <laughs> yep. And so you had not had any, um, any cues that led you to thinking, hey, maybe this fellow might enjoy a Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 reference. No, it's not like <clears throat> it's not like I had on a Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 t-shirt and he said, oh, I love that movie. <laughs> it's not like he even mentioned that he likes horror movies. <laughs> I just, my brain was like, everybody knows that. <laughs> And that's why I love your brain. <laughs> Garbage day! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's clear that I have a problem. I don't know what kind of problem yet. Nancy Salzman told me if I pay 15 more thousand dollars, I could take a week-long class that will tell me some of these problems, all right? Yeah. Ooh, As the, of right now. At the, hmm? the Hampton Inn. <laughs> oh, fancy. Okay. <laughs> they were upscale now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what my problem is. I don't know if the pandemic and being so isolated, is it going to make it worse? Or will wearing a mask on my face embolden me somehow? Oh, no. If I say they don't know what's going on on the bottom half of my face. <laughs> Could be anything under there. This is like Jason getting cybernetic enhancements. <laughs> she, she, yeah. She's just that much more deadly. I just leveled up, bitch. You're Stacy X. <laughs> <laughs> I love the mask. I love the mask. There could be anything under there. No one would know. You could be Melina from Mortal Kombat and be just all teeth. Mm-hmm. Also, is it just me or it makes everyone hotter? Oh, for sure. You just appreciate, you just appreciate everyone's pretty eyes now. Mm-hmm. And, and mm -hmm. also, wintertime is coming, and I don't have to complain about being cold as much because I got my hot breath heat in my face. Hot breath. Mm -hmm. Reconstituted hot breath. <laughs> Your lips won't chap as quickly. 
that's a plus that's to the true. pandemic. <laughs> that's true. But that means it's another it's another slight against another struggling industry. Now, big lip balm has it bad. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh well. But well, you've got your mask and now everyone else has that many more supermarket encounters to look forward to. Yay. <clears throat> From six feet away though. Yes. Two shots. Now I have to distance. yell at people about the bread. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> See all these breads? How come there's so many? <laughs> this is not just stares back at you. <laughs> this is your this is your dog day afternoon hostage standoff. It just turns in. <laughs> like she the... won't stop talking at me. Oh, well, I'm a people person. This is what everyone has always said about me. It's what I say about myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Psych! <laughs> I thought you said you were a, a hefty bag full of baby arms that masturbates <laughs> with the Jay Moore mask when she isn't wearing a salad bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. I guess I'm going to have to go back and review some more episodes. <laughs> hmm. You know... Other podcasts, when they do their anniversaries or year ends or whatever, they'll put in, like, a blooper reel. Yeah, yeah. And we would like to do the same. Yeah, we we, we had a vision of bloopers. We had a vision. I and... had a vision of bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> Until we realized... Um, that there's a little tiny problem with the idea of us doing bloopers on this show. We never have any. And I'm not saying that because we're so great. I'm saying it's because we leave all the bullshit in. How many times? I've mispronounced every, every single thing. I say yeah. every word incorrectly. <laughs> I never know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about masturbating and peeing yourself at the same time. <laughs> it's all out in the open it's we just leave it all in there the episodes are the bloopers yeah it's not like there's a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor like there just isn't there just isn't because clearly we just have no standards yeah so uh the only actual bloopers that we have are from this episode (laughs) that we're recording Because we really did want to try something fun with the chopping block. Because once again, we flew too close to the sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We uh, we thought we'd have a big idea of having a quote-unquote celebrity chopping block. And it was going to um, be brilliant. It was in our minds. It, it's just like rings. In our, the, the vision we have <laughs> is incredible. World life-changing. Uh, the reality, also like rings, is a total fucking disaster. <laughs> it's like a George Bush painting. It's like what, what he sees and then what the world sees. <laughs> yeah, it's like reality that's been microwaved for ten seconds. Yeah, like um Kevin Dillon. Yeah, it should work, but it just doesn't somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so we tried. We tried to have our celebrity chopping block with guests like Penny Marshall... Share. Share. <laughs> Clary Starling. Clary Starling and Buffalo Bill. Um, and it was 
it just crashed and burned. And I'm glad we realized that and we could just move on. But... As we were doing it. As we were doing it. Um, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we need to rethink this. So, but we might as well, you know, let everybody drive past that car crash and slow down and take a look. Because we have um, problems, and we <laughs> <laughs> we just love embarrassing ourselves. Uh, yeah. So, enjoy. So this is really exciting because while you have informed us of, you know, how the chopping block works, we are shaking it up a little bit today for this Celebrity Edition. In that, we are going to open a door, Stacy. And it, it, I mean, it's just a pantry, really, here in the manor. <laughs> but in this pantry, we have our celebrity guests, and they are going to come out, and they are going to take our microphones, and they are going to grill each other. Yeah, we're leading out now. Yeah, we are leaving, so let's open that door, and who do we have? What's going on here? Hey, everybody! Who the hell are you? I don't know what I'm doing here. I've been sitting in a closet for six hours. Why didn't you put me in a league of their own? I... <laughs> I'm a two-time Oscar nominee. Wait, winner. I won once. <laughs> oh, yeah, for Moon Moonlight. Moon Song. <laughs> moonlight. You didn't direct it. I didn't direct Moonlight. No, I didn't have nothing to do with that. Yeah. What am I doing? So you, everybody told me this was a Kmart. It was a gay pirate movie. It was a sequel to Cutthroat Island. Eric Stoltz. So what do I do? I'm going to ask a question. I don't... Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need to have us ask them questions. Yeah, probably. It just doesn't... It just makes more <laughs> Chaos. Make our hundredth episode our lost episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much chaos. <laughs> all right, Stacy. So with all of that said, we're going to have this door open. Yeah, this magical door to what is a pantry in Gaylord's Manor, and okay. from be from from within the pantry, our celebrity guest is going to emerge. And we're going to ask them these questions. Are you ready? They're going to come out of the celebrity hole. They're going to come. Thank you, Stacy, for chasing away most of our celebrities. <laughs> Let's open that door. And first up, we. Oh, my God. Stacy, it is star of stage and screen. Um, well, act, I mean, she did act, but she was also director. Penny Marshall. Oh, my God. Penny. Hi. Penny. Wow. Thank you so much for being here. Why have I been sitting in a closet for six hours? What's going on here? Um, Penny, you told me I thought I was going to K-Ball. Where's Rosie O'Donnell? Penny, she's busy on a cruise. Uh, what we, 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 we have a chopping block ready for you. So if you could just lay down, place your head on the block. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Penny. Are you, gonna, are you not going to brand me, are you? <laughs> If you are, then do it on the left side. I got one on the right side already. Oh, right. Yeah, thanks to that other call. I got, I got my big L. Oh, for, yeah. Mm-hmm. And someone else has an S, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Penny, I have three categories for you to choose from. Okay? Oh, boy. And you're going to have... Thank you. You're going to have to answer these questions in 10 seconds. So your three categories. You have 
Tricks and Treats. It's all about Halloween. I've been trying to get Stacy to choose this one forever. We also have Whatever You Do, Don't Stop Filming. It's all about found footage movies. And we What's have... So- I don't know what that is. It's something that happened after you died, kind of. Well, no, you saw the Blair Witch Project. Did you see the Blair Witch Project? I haven't been dead that long. Thank you. Um, It's like that. All right. Or you could also choose Terror at 30,000 Feet. It's all about airplanes. Well, if you're going to be a big baby about Halloween, I guess I'll do that one. The Halloween? Okay, great. Thank you, Penny Marshall. So... <laughs> Tricks and treats. First question. What do I do? You I... answer the question. All right. That's really all you have to do. Look at all the questions. Thank you. They are beautiful in this wonderful display case, aren't they? Question one. Laurie Strode's crush found himself mixed up in an explosive case of mistaken identity in Halloween 2. What was his name? What are you talking about? I don't... No, I know those words, but I have no idea what you're saying. (laughs) I can't tell if this is genius or the worst thing we've ever done. (laughs) I know, it's the worst. I was like, in my mind, I was like, I know it's Ben Tramer. (laughs) But would Penny Marshall know that? I was in character, okay? It's method. She wouldn't have any fucking idea. <laughs> Stacy, let's open that door and see who's behind the Oh my god, Stacy, can you be- have you ever seen the 1991 film The Silence of the Lambs? Of course I have. I love that movie. I do too, Stacy. Look at her. It is none of <gasps> Look at both of Oh my god. Listeners, listeners, this just in. Clary Starling, FBI, has entered with none other than one James Gum, a.k.a. Buffalo Bill. I can't believe they let him out. Oh, my God. I oh, can't no, wait. Be- he, was, he was dead. I can't believe they revived him uh, from the dead <laughs> and let him out. Holy shit. And they are here. And um, I guess I feel like we should just let them take the reins on this one. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. I just I just want to sit back and watch it. I'm just I just want to say hi and I'm so grateful to both of you for your work. Um and and just uh, uh Buffalo, uh, can I call you Buffalo? Okay. Uh, how about you ask the questions? And Clarice Starling, you're really good at finding things, so how about you answer the questions? Um Wow, Stacy, I I guess let's just sit back and let's watch. Let's just let them let them go and see what happens. Good call. Okay, great. Great. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Wait, aren't you Clarice? <laughs> oh, I thought I, <laughs> I was Buffalo Bill. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, I, I'm, I'm just gonna sit down in this chair. And um, hello, hello, Mister Gum. Yeah. Uh, I, b- I believe, mm. um, we have been tasked with asking questions. Oh, okay. Uh. Was she a great big fat person? (laughs) (laughs) This is not working. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Grandma has.
has to pee again. Me too. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, so we just did a regular chopping block. Kind of supersized, though, because, well, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, they'll find out. They'll find out. They'll find out. How exciting. But how does this chopping block work? Because we did shift things a little bit. Did we? Yeah. I know we, for one, introduced a brand new thing that we found in our backyard of the manor. Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah, yeah. What? Stacy, we have been through 100 episodes. Can't believe it. Uh, it doesn't feel like it at all. We have been no. through clips. We have been through a, a new website launch, an upcoming zine. And now we are here for a very, very special 100th episode edition. Stacy, are you ready to place your head on the 100th episode chopping block? There's nowhere else I'd rather put my head. It really sounded like it. (laughs) Stacy, we are shaking things up with this chopping block. Yeah, why not? You know, it's a hundred episodes. It's a time to celebrate. We can we can play with the rules a little. So as everyone knows, um, we usually ask each other questions. We have three categories to choose from. There are five questions in each category. We have ten seconds to answer the questions. Uh, unless we scream out, I want the wig, in which, what happens? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's wig from the 1981 film Halloween 2 will manifest on your head in a shower of sparkles. And this distracts our non-binary executioner, the heads they. They're like, oh, wait, what happened? They had a, this person had a perm and now it's got this other thing. Now they look different. And so. And then we all stop and look at the heads they and go, what did you just say? Then you get 10 more seconds to answer. But if you don't answer in time or you answer incorrectly, the heads they is going to chop your head off. Thank you. Except this time, right? It's different. It's different this time. How's it different, Anthony? Well, so this time, Stacey, we have uncovered through um, Gaylord's Enterprises uh, in LLC, we have uncovered underneath the manor it... A relic. Um, a new lifeline, Stacy. We have the wig. Tonight. Maybe perhaps tonight only. Yeah. We have the one time use, both of us, of a little something called Esther's ribbon. <laughs> now you Esther, might who's Esther? <laughs> Wait, isn't her name Esther? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Daddy, want to fuck me? I acted and fooled you. Who's Esther? Well, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Esther is the star of the 
What year is Orphan? 2009? <laughs> Star of the Vera Formica film, Orphan, uh, in which Vera Formica does not play her. Um, because as we all know, Stacy classically, famously watched the film Orphan and spent the entire time waiting for her head to fall off because it was, she believed, attached by a ribbon around her neck. Um, which is actually, it's just a, it's just there to ho- cover like a scar? Yeah, right? in the so. movie, I think that's it. Um, before yeah. she tries to fuck daddy, yeah. So before she takes it off, gets in her little black long. I mean, dress. if you saw a child, right, <laughs> with a scar on their neck, wouldn't you say, "Wait a minute, this... are you actually a thirty-three-year-old dwarf?" <laughs> that's the first. I would immediately, immediately yeah. jump to thirty-three-year-old so. Estonian dwarf. <laughs> so she had to put on her velvet choker. It makes sense when you think about it. Because when you see a velvet ribbon choker around a child's neck, instead of a scar, you immediately say, hold on, is your head actually only held on by that choker? <laughs> There's two options here. Either that also makes sense if you think about it. <laughs> it, it you, if you really think about it, it makes the most sense then. Um <laughs> So we can now use Esther's ribbon on tonight's special supersized edition of the 100th episode chopping block. However, you're going to choose from three categories. If you put on Esther's ribbon after your head is decapitated by the one and only Heads Day, the question asker now gets to choose which category you're being asked. Yeah, you jump to a new category. Mm -hmm. Like Jason and... Jason yeah, goes to hell. part nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So the so the ribbon will reattach your head at a price. <laughs> it sent a chill down my spine. It did. Yeah, I got a little butt clench when that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Who went for? Does it matter? Who's on I first? I don't remember, and I don't want to remember. <laughs> well, I will be our guinea pig. Okay, um, so I'm I scared. will ask you questions. Yeah, and then if I die, which will probably happen ha- half- halfway through the first question, then you get to choose the new category for me. That's right, and I've got three new categories for you to choose from this week. Oh my god. Which is very exciting. I leaned in, <laughs> I chugged my go-girl, you, I caressed my brand. You countered your limiting beliefs countered all of my limiting beliefs i said you're a woman you're a piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) after you branded yourself yeah yeah well i caressed my brand to remind me that i'm a big piece of shit and i came up with three new categories on the floor next to my bed here we go three categories category one match game where I say something in the form of a match game question, you know, how it's like, instead of a hat, he put a blank on his head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh, yeah, and then Charles Nelson Riley goes, penis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so these are like, these are movie quotes, except there's a, a blank in there, and okay. you give me the word. Oh, so it's a quotation from a film. Yes. Okay, okay. I don't know why I didn't lead with that. <laughs> well, because Match Game, everyone understands life through 70s game shows <laughs> <laughs> that we stole the theme songs from. <laughs> yeah. So, Match Game, category two, North of the Border. Uh, you give me the name. I give you uh, an actor and an object, 
And you tell me the name of the Canadian horror film. <gasps> and an object? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And category three, horrors. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a good one. Category three, horrors. <laughs> <laughs> Finest pussy. <laughs> wow. Which, uh, you tell me, it's all about horror movies with cats in them. It's really, the delivery and, versus the name really reveals a lot about a person. I thought it was funny when I came up with the category but then when it came to having to say it out loud I thought oh no <laughs> it hit you just then <laughs> yeah. <Yep>. so <gasps> okay so it's either you're gonna give me the movie or sometimes the cats have names and you can give me the cat name and the, or the movie oh okay but, but it's pretty not open all of ended. these cats have names but all, so, all cats matter. Okay, so... All cats matter. So it's Match Game, North of the Border, and Horror's Finest Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we just change, like, formally change our branding due to the Queer Feminist Horror Podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not going to be at that convention anymore. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Thank God for pandemic. Um, I want to go north of the border, please. North of the border. Oh, you're going to get these. These are easy. I don't know, but then I might get my head chopped off, then I might have to put on a ribbon, and I might have to get asked other questions that you decide for me. That's true. Oh, God. Okay. All right, so I will give you an actor mm-hmm. and an object, and you tell me the name of the Canadian horror film. Wait, just an actor's name? An actor and an object. And an object. Oh, okay. You, these are so easy. You'll get you things. always say that. You're so encouraging every single time. And then I die, like, right as you say the first word. <laughs> now, this time, I think you got this. Okay, I believe you this time. Okay. Okay. North of the border. Oh, okay, I need to click myself. Question one. Mm. Olivia Hussey and a telephone. Black Christmas. Yes, ding, 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 oh, ding. Oh, I didn't even hear a footstep. Uh, okay. Question two. George C. Scott and a wheelchair. The changeling. Yes, yes, oh yes. Oh my yes, god, ding, what's ding, happening? Ding. Question three. Helene Udi and a pickaxe. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, um, my uh, Blade Valentine. Yes, ding, oh. ding, ding. Oh. Oh. Number four. Oh. 
Stephen McHattie and a microphone. A potty pool. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. oh! <laughs> Number five. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen and a disco ball. Probably. <laughs> I told you they were easy. How did I get them all? You got them all. Congratulations. I guess I like Canadian horror films. Sure, they're great. Did you hear that, Alex? Representation (laughs) matters. Wow. Canadians know what's up with those horror movies. Wow. I didn't even get into David Cronenberg. Oh my god. Look at you. I didn't, didn't even have, there wasn't even a foot I mean tense they didn't even have to get out of their chair. I did we didn't even get to take advantage of the supersized edition of the shopping. Of course, you just fuck it up no matter what you ever <laughs> The one time I yeah, the the one time. <laughs> <laughs> You weren't supposed to win this week. Oh my god. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for a great category featuring some of my favorite um uh, off-brand. We could all, you know, after you ask me if you won, you could go for another round maybe. <gasps> go until we die. As a special special? As a special special, why not? I put on my preemptive ribbon. Mhm. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, let's get to it then. Let's keep this train a chugging. Um, Stacy, I have three categories for you. Mm. Now, granted, they're not new because I just outran a, race, a, a snowstorm in, from Wyoming and Oh, Montana. yeah. That's an excuse. What? What? Okay. Question one. What was Allison Max? Like, I could go down that route. We could do Smallville. it. Smallville. <laughs> no. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Nexium shopping block. Okay, I've got three categories. The three categories for you are from the made-up files of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Arr. It's all about those two famous spiritualist grifters. Um, and it isn't conjuring specific. We also have uh, Terror at 30,000 feet. It's all about those airplanes. And then we have... God. Say my name, say my name. Which is all about um, the big bad demon in the described horror film. You have to name the big bad demon. So, the questions are, from the made-up files of Ed and Lorraine Warren, Terror at 30,000 Feet, or Say My Name, Say My Name. I'm this. I'm a disaster in all of these. I know it. Get that ribbon ready. Mm-hmm. Say my name, say my name. Oh, okay. I think you're going to get this. I think you're going to no get this. No way. I'm going to, look, I'm doing my best, Stacey. I think you're going to get this. I do. They're really easy. Okay. Allison Mack. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Question. Nancy Salzman. <laughs> <laughs> Question one. <clears throat> this demon of the East Wind possessed a young girl in Georgetown. In The Exorcist. Pazuzu. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Okay, okay, okay. That's the only one I know. There you go. No, I think you're going to know more, Stacy. Question two. When Mrs. Ganesh is shamed and denied an extension on her mortgage in Drag Me to Hell, she unleashes this mythical demon. I don't know. Oh, no. Um... 
axolotl. <laughs> Wait, axolotl, the little cuties? The chibi of the sea? <laughs> They're so cute. They have those little smiley faces and the little, <laughs> little, little derpy antennas. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the correct answer, the 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 mythical demon that dragged poor Alice Loman to hell was not an axolotl. <laughs> it was the Lamia. That is the oh. Lamia. Okay. Yeah, that's. I see how that. I see how you got um, mixed up there. Um, Stacy, <laughs> I was close. You were. You were very close. Put on that ribbon. Put on that ribbon. All right. Put on that ribbon because now you are being asked from the made-up files of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I have been waiting for this. I like this version of the chopping block. Question one. Now I think you're gonna get this. Question one. The real life Annabelle. Took the form of what doll? Raggedy Ann. Ding, 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 ding. Question two. The alleged true story of The Conjuring 2 was adapted to this BBC miniseries named after what famous British haunting or poltergeist? Oh, brother. Don't look under my ribbon. I've, uh, I want a wig. Um, um, I have no idea. The Lamia's house. (laughs) I don't know. know. I've never seen The Conjuring 2. The answer was, I did say it wasn't Conjuring specific, but I thought you might have known the ghost story. The Enfield Haunting, also known as the Enfield Poltergeist. There we go. Okay. <laughs> oh, the tables are turned this week. But what? Is... But I think I think the Lamia's house. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I think Whatever. the Lamia's house was a great effort. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's where the Goat demon from Drag Me to Hell lives. <laughs> in a as house. you would expect. <laughs> in Albany. As you would expect. <laughs> Where else is it going to live? The Lamia has a mortgage, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> lives in a house in Albany. <sighs> oh. Oh, well, you know, they can't win them all. Oh. I wanted you to have the spotlight this week. You... I knew I was going to fuck up all those categories, and lo and behold, I know myself. <laughs> Thank you, though, for for letting me shine once. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Do I get to shame? Do I get to be, um, do you shame me now? Like Mrs. Ganesh with another category? I mean, I don't I mean, I don't know. From the same categories, they're all so easy this week. Oh. I mean the match game. You'll I mean 
You could use All right, we'll you just, could we'll just... you could turn that hot power perception. <laughs> I want to do the match game just because I want to pretend that I'm on the match game. Oh, well, put so. put the music on then. Thank you, Oh, look, there's Fanny Thank you for completing the cycle. Well... <laughs> so match game. I don't know. If, uh, so I'll say something. You're gonna get all these. These are so easy. What is it again? You say the quote. A movie. I say a quote. You tell me the word. Okay. Okay. Instead of the blank. Okay. Number one match game. Here we go. Okay. A boy's best friend is his blank mother. Yes. Ding <gasps> ding ding. <laughs> Number two. Sometimes blank is better. Sometimes dad is better. <laughs> I told you they were easy. I love this. This is like a cake for me. <laughs> In space, no one can hear you blank. Scream! <laughs> All right, the next one. The power of blank compels you. Christ! <laughs> the Christ child. And the last one. You're gonna need a bigger blank. Boat! <laughs> I told you they were easy. These were the easiest chopping block questions ever. I know. I love it. I have to do chopping block for dummies. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's first chopping block. Chopping block worked for me, Google. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see how you do with Horace Finest Pussies then. See if you could go three for three. What? Really? Why not? You've already done two for two. Let's see if you can have a, a sweep. Oh, is this how you deny me? Deny you what? My glory. No. Well, you, you'll get the, I told you that easy. Okay, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to trust that this is still easy. I'll be able to scream out the answer in one second. So, for some of them, I'm looking for the name of a movie. Because the cat doesn't have a name. Some of them a cat does have a name, and you can give me the name of the cat or the name of the movie. Okay, okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right, Wait, here. just on some of them I give you the name or the cat or the movie? Right, right. Okay. okay. Here we go. Number okay. one. Mm-hmm. This big boy won't stay dead. Church! Yes, ding, ding, oh, ding. Oh, 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 oh. <sighs> Question two. In space. This orange angel can hear you scream. Oh, Jonesy! Yes, tick, tick, tick. Oh. I mean, ding, ding, ding. Oh, oh, tick, tick, tick. Oh, no! <laughs> All right, number three. In this film, a little princess gives Alice a scare before Jason gives her another one. Oh, uh, uh, the Friday 13th. Friday 13th. What? Uh, Alice! Wait, what? Friday the 13th part two. God damn it! God damn it! Damn it! Damn it! (laughs) Good job. You got your... (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) That was like in Scream when he says, who is the killer in Friday the 13th? And she's like, Jason! Yeah. Jason! 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 
Oh, I flew too close to the sun, Stacy. That's right. And you got burned. I did. Oh, well, you only answered 12 questions correctly. <laughs> I answered zero. No, I answered one. You answered th- three? One? Pazuzu is the only one I got right. Oh, that's the only one? Yeah, right? Wow. No. Yes. Yeah. No. No, you got to Annabelle. Right? And Annabelle, Ann. yeah. Okay, two. Big deal. Raggedy Ann. She's not as scary when you think about the fact that she's a Raggedy Ann doll. Well, I don't know that this episode was any good, but it was the hundredth one, so. <laughs> and it felt like it. It really felt like it. <laughs> Didn't feel a day over 250. What a journey. Yeah. What a journey we have been on. Been on. We've been on a journey. <laughs> With all of our wonderful listeners. Um, as hilariously disastrous as this episode was, I had a blast. Yeah. Um, and listen, everyone. You can hit up so much stuff still this Halloween week. Because it is Halloween week. You've got GaylordsOfDarkness.com. You've got merch on our shoppe. <laughs> You've got Shocktober is still happening at Final Girl. Still happening. My God, it's taken so much out of me. 900 and how many? 51. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Still more guest lists. Still more guest lists, like almost all next week. Your mom. My mom's got a list, y'all. Honestly, that's the one I'm most excited for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yours was good. (laughs) But I'm most excited for Final Mom. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, yours was good. Yours was good. I like. Yeah. I really did appreciate that you cheated and put Fatal Frame. Um, just because I wish I could do the same. Well, like I've said time and time again, I own a blog, okay? And with it comes power. This is true. <laughs> um, and and uh, Nightmare Vision, I am hosting the first ever Indigenous Horror Film Festival, uh, this October 30th and 31st, it is free to watch at visionmakermedia.org. So please check that out, everybody, this Halloween. Um, otherwise, you can you can go to that website. You can message us through there. You can send us an email. You can find us on all our social medias. Gaylords of whatever. I mean, oh, I don't know. For... <laughs> <laughs> and that's the breaking point, everyone. <laughs> 100 episodes. For the 100th. I don't know. Who cares? Right? Happy 100, I guess. Wow. For a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, oh, oh my god! god. Oh, oh my god. god! Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Darkness! Yeah! There are a lot of breads, though. There are too far too many breads. We don't need that many. <laughs> <laughs>
I say five. Too many friends. <laughs> I say five maximum. Five breads. Wheat. Right. Multigrain. Some kind of multigrain. Mm-hmm. I do like an oatmeal bread. White for when you want a fluff or nutter. No. Oh, is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah, give it the old fluff or nutter. <laughs> and then the fifth bread, I don't even need a fifth bread. But there are people who enjoy a rye. I is think that... it's disgusting myself. But... Wait, is that four or is that five? That was four. That was four? Yeah. You don't like rye? Gross. It's a the, marbled it's the rye? bread version it's the bread version of a black jelly bean. Can't, oh, how dare you? <laughs> this is our last episode. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> it doesn't taste of anise. Okay. Well, I mean, it doesn't taste like a black licorice jelly bean thing, but it's the bread equivalent of it. The one that tastes all fucked up. You don't ever... That's what it says on the package. (laughs) You don't ever enjoy a nice um, Tofurky Reuben on a marbled rye. No. With some sauerkraut and some some thou aisle. That's so cool. (laughs) It's the J-Lo way of saying it. Yeah. No. So you can, but I am willing because I am a magnanimous lady. That's what everyone always says about me. And mm-hmm. it's what I say about myself. That's one of the many. Mm-hmm. That I'm very magnanimous. And so I am willing to allow the fifth bread to be a rye, even though I will not partake. Even though it's disgusting. I will give up a full 20% of the breads. <laughs> of your your shares. Of my shares. <laughs> to big rye. But do are that's enough breads, don't you think though? That's far too many breads already. See? How many other kinds are there? Pumpernickel? The fuck is that? You need oh, how many grains? Three grains, six grain, twelve grain. Mm. Let's just Mm. choose a grain amount. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I just oh what was that I just heard? I thought I just heard the the sound of a thousand podcasts things turning off at once <laughs> <clears throat> crying out are they really talking about bread listen i have my beliefs you have yours to reach across the grocery aisle and try to work together well, she's just gotta go and make everything so political <laughs> Oh gosh. 100 episodes. Canceled. Yeah. Mercy killing. <laughs> Honestly, it really would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. On today's spectacular, <laughs> we're talking about varieties of bread. <laughs>